Hey everybody, we're back here at PB Expo. Uh, joining me today, I have Alan from Expedite OBC. How are Hi. you doing, Alan? I'm doing well. Thank Good. you for having me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Um, we were talking a little bit about your business and what you do. Super interesting. Can you give us a little insight into Expedite OBC and, and what you're all about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Exponent OBC is part of the uh, logistics world, but it's a very, very specialized uh, uh, type of logistics that's a time-critical hand-carry operation. Okay. What that means, basically, is that we have a courier that will actually pick up something that's time-critical. It could be an aircraft part. It could be uh, tissue for surgery, and we'll get on the NFO, next flight out, going to anywhere in the world that it's going to, get there, clear customs that's why they need the courier so it's not held up in customs right and then pass it off either take it to the hospital for surgery or hand it off to the mechanic if it's an aircraft on the ground uh um and uh that's their mission okay and so how long have you been doing this for okay <laughs> you are now talking to the longest active obc again obc stands for onboard courier in the world today what <laughs> yeah, I started doing onboard courier hand carry in 1987. Okay. Back then, communism was still around the world, and it yeah. was very difficult to communicate. There was no computers, no way to check in. Nowadays, we're tracked every inch of the way. Right. Back then, uh, there was no way to check in. If we got to Russia, we'd have to go to like a FedEx facility to use their <clears throat> fax machine, if any of you listeners uh, are... <laughs> know what a fax machine is uh that's uh was a way to send documents uh, yeah before uh we could uh email, you know, email and, and whatsapp yeah. and that type of thing so um yes i've been doing it uh for many many years and uh, the industry and time critical has really changed uh really for the better though you know everything yeah. can be done like that right I, I would imagine that travel is just so much smoother than it used to be in, in the past maybe i could be wrong you know <laughs> yes it is in some it travels a lot smoother of course because technology allows me right. to have my my plane ticket on my phone to have every single piece of communication on my phone from the mission that i'm on to the communication i do to to to, to be tracked where i'm at uh because you got to remember back in when i first started really in 86 87 uh computers were just coming out the many plane tickets were written by hand right and there would be carbon paper underneath uh, and you'd get your slip, and the, yeah. the ticket agent would get their slip. And uh, but uh, yeah, travel. However, I must say that uh, I started traveling in the '70s with my father back in the day when you got dressed up to go on a plane, and uh, flying was uh, just a different world in the service. Yeah, people they'd have a smoking section, which yeah. didn't mean anything because <laughs> the whole plane would fill with smoke. However. It was more of an upscale kind of way. Now you can be in first class with someone in their shorts and flip-flops. It's a, it's a different world. But still, uh, I, I have to say, uh, um, you know, business and first class amenities and stuff is really is the way to go nowadays if you can get on it. Yeah, yeah for sure. And so how, like, how much of your business is aviation specific? And what, what type of, what type of uh, things are you carrying? Okay, so... That's probably the best uh, uh, question in terms of what we do. And yeah. the majority of time-critical hand carries around the world are aviation. So I would say about okay. an easy 80%, 8 out of 10 of all of our jobs are dealing with AOG or aircraft on the ground, where, as we know, that if an aircraft is down, uh, uh, you know, a Lufthansa jet down in Barcelona, it's going to cost 
close to $200,000 a day for that plane to sit there. Right. Now, the part might be uh, in Miami, and uh, that's and it needs to get there. If they send that part in, UPS or DHL, it can spend a day or two in customs. If they send it with a courier, we, we're going to have a customs agent waiting for us at the other end. Might take an hour or two hours, depending on where it's at. Uh, if you're in some places like Guadalajara or El Salvador, you might need a few extra hundred dollars in your pocket to help it get through <laughs> customs. But uh, you're going to clear customs. You're going to save them 100000 or more to get a courier over there. Uh, so that's the main job of a courier, whether it's a true hand carry, yeah, meaning that you're actually taking the part on board and it's with you. Right. For instance, anything medical, which is about 8% to 10% of the work, that type of stuff needs to always be physically with the courier, If it's a, especially if it's a transplant organ, even bone marrow, 48 hours to get it from the time of donation. Right. So it can't be uh, at a site. Okay. And you were, you were just telling me about this bone marrow story. Um, pretty crazy. Yeah. It, uh, uh, so I left on Thursday over uh, to Ukraine to, um, uh, there was a donation. There was a match uh, out of uh, Kiev. Uh, a donor there was actually trying to donate for one of their family members. The, they didn't have a good match, but it matched. It goes on the database, the bone marrow. Work, right. and it matched a patient. Uh, a young patient in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. So I flew out there to get the donation. It turned out she wasn't able to donate enough, but they knew it was Russia was just about to start their invasion. Right. The the pressure was on. They were already going to evacuate some of the hospitals, so they moved her. We got on a train, got to uh, uh, um, Warsaw, Poland. She entered one of the hospitals there, did the donation, and then I and as she was donating, the rocket started raining down. And jeez, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So the work that you're doing is like pretty incredible, and in the impact that it's having, whether it's from like a business standpoint or from like a medical standpoint, impacting people's lives. It's yeah, it's pretty that's cool. true. That's exactly true. So the impact is happening. Uh, on a on a great scale on on both fronts, like you said, of course, on the medical side, uh, there, in what I do, there's about two thousand registered onboard couriers. I know that because I do sales for some of the largest companies, and they all work for all the same companies. So that's their roster. But there's about six hundred that are active almost full time. Okay. When they're doing bone marrow, uh, they're saving people's lives for sure. There, that's part of the the light the chain of custody that helps uh, save people's lives. Yeah, they're getting paid for it and stuff, but uh, it takes on a special meaning when you're doing a medical hand carry as opposed to an AOG part. Just as critical, of course, uh, getting people to their destinations right. and keeping planes flying uh, is you know saving hundreds of thousands of dollars for for a company uh, or an airline using a courier. So that's that's also important to people's lives and and affects uh, things in, in many ways. So uh, it's a fun job. Yeah. And, and couriers get to travel the world, but uh, they're also part of something uh, uh, very critical um, you know, in that world. It's interesting because I don't think, you know, if you asked probably nine out of 10 people, they probably would never think of an onboard carrier being a career path for them. How, do, how does someone get into this and is there, like certifications to become uh, a person that can handle these types of trips? All right. So <laughs> that is the number one question I'm asked. Every, no matter where I travel in the world, 
that is the question. I'm sitting on an airplane. Hey, what do you do? What? Oh, I do this. How do I do that? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I answer that question often, and mostly uh, what it is, how it. Now that uh, there's a large worldwide base of couriers, it, it grew by word of mouth. What, you delivered this part to Barcelona and then you got to hang out? Uh, how do I do that? And then someone would tell them and then they would sign up. And now uh, uh, it's kind of saturated, but there's okay. still plenty of opportunity for someone that's a go-getter to get into it. The very first thing I tell them is Google three words, onboard courier. When you Google those three words, 50 different companies are going to pop up from DHL to uh, there's a company here that has a booth called AGOL. There's my company, uh, Expedite OBC. They're all going to come up. Wings, uh, that's a Lufthansa, I mean, uh, Wings and uh, uh, Time Matters, that's a Lufthansa owned company. Okay. They're all companies you can sign up for online and you still won't get anywhere because they don't know you. But then you, uh, someone that does their work and is a go-getter and goes on to LinkedIn and connects with the, the, the operation directors then does some emails, all of a sudden they're going to get requests. Are you available? You know, you might live in London. Are you available out of London for a job today? Yes, I am. And that's how it starts. Uh, signing up for as many companies as possible, making yourself available, and then learning as much about getting visas and passports. If you can get multiple passports, you're going to have more opportunity. Right. If you have visas that can get you into countries that, that don't, you can't just go in on an e-visa or with a, your current passport, that's even better. If you have uh, um, status with airlines, you're going to be preferred over someone that doesn't. And the reason for that is, I, I don't mean to just keep talking. No, go ahead. The reason for, for having status, if, if I'm in Miami and, there, and a job comes through and they say, to two different couriers, are you available? And the other courier is available and I'm available. And it's not a true hand carry, meaning it, I'm not carrying it on the plane. It's 10 boxes that I have to put on the plane. Well, if I'm executive platinum with, with American Airlines, they're not gonna charge me. They're gonna say, Mr. Spivak, sure, take those on. Thank you for right. your, being such a loyal customer. If it's someone who has no status, they're gonna be charged maybe $1,000 or $1,200 for that extra baggage uh, for those boxes. So the company's going to want to use me. They don't want to spend any extra money. They already gave the quote. So a, a combination of these factors of, of having status with airlines, of having uh, multiple visas or multiple passports, speaking multiple languages, and, and, and understanding and being cool and collective to travel around the world uh, makes you a good candidate and no experience is necessary except for that. Having said that, which is a good Seinfeld thing, or, or, or ha which is not a, you know, have you, having said that, then you say something else. Yeah. But having said that, uh, the exceptions are a medical courier or dealing with tissue, and, and you have to have a certain training for that. Not okay. always a certification in America, yes, but at least uh, no one's, the, each company that deals with medical stuff, bone marrow, has their own two or three day training period and testing to make sure you're, you understand how to handle and uh, pack it and facilitate that and that type of thing. Very cool. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. You're my first uh, courier that I've ever met, so. All right, well, we broke our cherry. And yeah. This is my first time on, can you say that? This yeah. is my first time uh, on a podcast. So uh, okay. we're both, uh, cool. you know, first timers. Learning new stuff. You know, like, uh, you know, uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. I've always been interested in podcasts, so I'm really uh, happy that you chose me to be on here. Yeah, so, of course. Know. Well, it was nice meeting you. you Great well. to learn more about, you know, what you're doing. And uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. Excellent. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Guys.